you have any idea how many successful entrepreneurs who've had what other people would classify as setbacks, car accidents, infertility, immigration, addiction, the list goes on and on. Any idea how many successful entrepreneurs have turned those things into an unfair advantage? This is the Unfair Advantage. Turning life's challenges into your secret weapon for success. Life throws curveballs. They're not setbacks, they're setups for success. We dive deep into the lives of amazing entrepreneurs who've embraced their struggles, turned them into strengths, and built kick-ass businesses. And it's not about dwelling on past mistakes, it's about moving forward, building resilience, and creating success despite all the odds. Before we jump into these incredible stories, a big shout out to Brad's agency, ScreamingCow.com, where we turn dreams into digital realities. Let's do this. This is the Unfair Advantage. And now your host, Brad Starnes. Welcome to our first episode of the Unfair Advantage podcast. I am your host, Brad Starnes. Now, prior to getting into it, I wanted to just give you a quick intro of who I am and where I've gone in life up until now. I've been an entrepreneur my entire life from owning a business that um, mowed lawns, buying and selling electronics, launching a fintech company, doing um, multi-level marketing, and now running my own marketing agency. I was born and raised in the St. Louis region, but I recently spent five years in Kansas City, where I pursued my undergrad, my MBA, and where I met my beautiful wife. We just moved back to St. Louis in 2022, which you'll hear about in a bit. And we have two dogs at the moment named Rocky and Ollie. We are both huge Kansas City Chiefs fans, St. Louis Blues hockey fans, and of course, lovers of St. Louis Cardinals baseball. One of the things I love doing is being involved in our local church. I volunteer with the American Legion, Missouri Boys State Program, and several other nonprofit organizations related to cancer research. These may seem like all boring details to you, but this podcast is to share all things in not only my life, but the lives of others, and not just in entrepreneurship, but all things that make us human. You are part of my story now, and entrepreneurship allows me to do all the things I love while making a lasting impact on the world. Now, as I mentioned, this is our first episode of the podcast, so I just want to thank you for joining today. This podcast has been a work in progress for quite some time, and I cannot wait to get to share some of the things that I've heard from other entrepreneurs with you and how they've turned their unexpected setbacks into their success and business and life. But before that, I wanted to share with you the real reason behind this podcast, why I'm launching it, and what my unfair advantage is. I've been thinking about launching a podcast for about six to nine months now, and I never actually put in the work to do it. At the time when I first got the idea, my wife made two comments to me that really made me think about whether I wanted to do this or not. Her first comment was, quote, you're only wanting to do a podcast because others do it. And what's going to make your podcast different than everyone else's? I sat on this for months because ultimately she was right. If I wanted a podcast that made impact in people's lives, 
supported entrepreneurship and became a platform to grow not only my personal brand, but my business, then it had to be something that was different. A few months ago, my wife and I were at our church, Faith Church St. Louis, and our pastor gave a sermon on how your smallest setbacks in life can be your unfair advantage in life to become the next entrepreneur, get a raise, become a father, cure cancer, and so much more. It it resonated with me, and I kept getting this itch that I needed to do something with that message. At the same time, I'd already had the idea of a podcast, but I didn't connect the two together. Week after week, it just kept digging in me. And then one day I realized that I needed to create a podcast that highlighted entrepreneurs who had major setbacks in their life and use those setbacks as their advantage in business and their overall success in all areas of their life, calling this podcast The Unfair Advantage. Now, I already have over 15 weeks of guests booked for this podcast from people who are diabetic. They lost their husband, who is also their business partner. People have gone through addiction, being alcoholics, battling cancer, and so much more. These individuals show what it truly takes to have anything that life throws at them and use it as their fuel for success, not to knock them down. Several of these individuals have already shared with me that they've never had the opportunity to share what they've gone through, and they can't wait to finally have a platform to do so. As an entrepreneur, you are not alone, and your story needs to be heard. For many who do or don't know me, I grew up with a mild stutter, and I always had to go to that, quote, special class beginning in second grade because I wasn't normal and I didn't talk like everyone else. So as you're listening to this podcast and several, several episodes to follow, if you hear me pause before a few words or something along those lines, uh, that is what that is. Now, this was the first moment in my life when I was told that I had to be someone who was unapologetically myself. If you think about it, that is the system that we are raising our kids in that before they even know true math equations, how to comprehend any conversation or dialogue they're having with somebody else, that they are told that they can't be who they truly are. But because of this, I worked hard to prevent myself from having any sorts of speech disfluency where many of the people I met during my childhood didn't even know that I had a stutter. I became a pro at doing things like swapping my words, keeping quiet, and managing my nerves around it so people just didn't realize and didn't know. By the time I hit high school, I felt that I was fortunate enough to essentially outgrow my disfluency, and by my junior year, I no longer had to go to speech therapy. But man, was this great. I had finally achieved what I had been working towards for over a decade. I put in the work to achieve 1% improvements every day, day after day for a decade. But I was always told that one day it would come back with certain life events, something, something traumatic, or even something, or even a series of small episodes in your life would cause it to come back. In the last half of 2019, my speech disfluency began to creep back, and little did I know 
that it would creep back worse than it was before. I haven't pinpointed what that major event was, but in the last half of 2019 is when I began a new medication. It's when I began to really dive deep into what has become now a fintech company of mine that failed. And it's one of, and it's when one of my best friends who had just gone into remission, but his cancer quickly came back. It could be just by chance, or it could be a combination of all these things. But the fact is, the reason why it came back simply does not matter. I continue to ignore all the signs of my disfluency coming back, and it began to take over my life. I was fortunate enough that my two best friends became co-founders in a financial technology company we began called Splitsy. It was simply an app that competed with major players like Venmo or Cash App to allow roommates to split and share bills automatically without having to have someone front the payment or pay others back. We had over 15,000 billers on our platform, and we simply allowed them to sign in to their online billing account for their electric, gas, water, rent. They could invite their, their roommates to the platform choose what each individual's uh, percentage of the bill was. And then we would chart, we would automatically split each bill each month, charge each person their individual portion, and then consolidate those payments into one lump sum to pay the biller. But I recall making comments to my co-founders about my speech, especially when I was on calls with potential investors and them tell me that quote, no one cares. And it's all in my head. I was too headstrong to listen to them, nor did I want to put in the work to get back on track. Through our business, we spent 18 months building a product that we thought users would love, and we crowdfunded over $130,000 in investments from friends and and family, in addition to several grants and prize money. We thought we had something, and so did everyone else. It was every single day we were getting people saying comments to us of, this is a great idea. I would have used this when I was in college. My kid's going to use this whenever they go off to college. Or even people who are in college themselves saying, this is great. I would love to use this. But then the pandemic shifted the way we do everything and changed our business. But ultimately, it came to the fact that we launched something that our users didn't want. We made hundreds, if not thousands of errors along the way. And unfortunately, we lost every dime that our friends and family had invested, many of which I have the most high respect for in my life. After 18 months, my co-founders rightfully parted ways just a few months prior, and I had to close the business. But right before I closed the doors, I became a finalist for the St. Louis Arts Grants Program, which was a chance at a $100,000 grant. This would have been huge for my business at the time, and I thought it would have saved the business, but realistically, it wouldn't have. No amount of money would have saved the fact that we simply did not have product market fit, and as my one co-founder continued to tell me all the time, the unit economics simply weren't going to work out. I recall walking into the final pitch in St. Louis, giving it my all to keep this dream alive, And my nerves were so high that I couldn't even say my last name or the business name for people or the business name for people who stutter things that are most personal to them cause an influx of disfluency. 
At this point in my life, I couldn't even order food at a drive-thru or a restaurant without my wife ordering it for me. Imagine walking into a pitch for a $100,000 grant. It was life or death for your business and saying, hi, my name is Brad. I have a speech disfluency and I can't say my last name or the business name, but they're on the monitor behind me for you and then move on with the rest of your pitch. It absolutely killed me on the inside and I was ashamed that I couldn't even say the business name or my last name to save it. But saving it was far from what happened. But man, am I glad of the journey that I've taken since then. In our crowdfunding campaign, we had friends and family who gave us money from each of our own respective networks. In some cases, those networks did overlap. But I called every single one who had invested because of me to let them know what had happened with the business and apologize for losing their money. My stutter was so bad that I could hardly keep my words right. And it again was embarrassing that I couldn't even tell my investors that I lost their money without having a completely fluent sentence. You feel ashamed going to family functions or seeing people that you volunteer with or hang out with, looking these people in the eyes, knowing that you lost their money. Now, when this happened, at the time I felt defeated and to top it all off, we couldn't afford our rent. So my wife and I packed our bags in Kansas City to move to St. Louis so we could pay off the $5,000 in legal bills that the business had accrued and over $25,000 in personal credit card debt that I had racked up because when I was doing this business, I was not taking a paycheck. I also prior to that had sold my car because I couldn't afford the car payment and I had just enough cash and equity to be able to use that money to pay for my wife's engagement ring. Now, to move to St. Louis, my wife and I sold our couches and a few other things just to be able to pay for the U-Haul and gas in our first month at our rental unit in St. Louis, and then we moved in with my mom and dad. And to top it all off, I had just proposed, so of course we had a wedding to plan, and as a soon-to-be husband, I felt like a complete failure. This, for me, was my personal rock bottom. But little did I know that this would become what I now call my unfair advantage. Right before I closed things down with the business, I began to see a speech pathologist in June of 2022, and we worked together week after week with my wife by my side to get me back on track. It took several months, but by the time I closed the business, I was looking at several job offers, and she convinced me to take a job doing cold calling for a software company in St. Louis that built custom software for Fortune 500 companies. So I had to be on the phones every day calling the vice president of technology, software engineering, or data of big companies like like MasterCard. But I know what you're thinking. How could a person who stutters make cold calls like that? It was one of the most nerve-wracking things I've ever done in my life but it's one of the main reasons why I've gotten so close to being back on track. I began this role in September of 2022, right as we had moved to St. Louis. And over the next six months, I put in the work to make my speech that much better. And while doing that, I was also ramping up a side hustle that quickly became 
the agency I own today. And for those few clients who took a chance on me right after I just closed the business and was working a nine to five job, thank you for trusting in me because without you, I would not be where I'm at today. But my wife and I, we just put our heads down and we got to work. By January of 2023, we had the opportunity to pay off nearly all of our credit card debt, paid off the attorneys, and we bought our first home sight unseen. I mean, going from this feeling that there is absolutely no way out to paying off debt and buying a house in just under six months was a huge accomplishment. To be honest, I don't know how we did it, but what I do know is that we couldn't have done it without the help of others that we had to lean on during a hard time. Now, with all of this, we had just paid off debt. We had just bought a house. We were in the middle of flipping this house. And we were now beginning to plan our wedding, but I felt like I wasn't fulfilled in life. I woke up every morning just feeling like I was punching a clock and that there was no reason for me to get up every day except just simply go in and punch the clock so I could get a paycheck and pay the bills. But my wife told me that I looked like a walking zombie and we had the conversation about me quitting this job that I had just began roughly six months prior to become a entrepreneur again. This was the same job that I took that came from a referral from somebody who had invested in my company. So to that person, I felt like that now I had failed them two times in a row. But now I am rebuilding an agency that was once my aunt's and as a family legacy that I want and so happily keep alive every single day. As I went full-time in the business in April of 2023, I leveraged my last business failure as a shortcut to success in my new venture, and it was not something that set me back. This business was not something that became a loss of mine. It became a lesson that helped me build something quicker and even better than before. I quickly began investing over $500 a month in coaching programs. I began going to my speech therapy even more, and I took the year of 2023 just to focus on recalibrating myself and find out who the hell I was again. A few months after going full-time into the business, in just 90 days before our wedding, my wife was unexpectedly laid off from her job. So all of a sudden, we went from reinvesting all the profits in the business to growing faster to how can we just keep a roof over our head for the next few months while she found a new job. Thankfully, she accepted her new job just a week before our wedding, and she began that job 12 hours after we got off the plane from our honeymoon. It sucked at the time to go through all of this together, but we became closer through this. We both found Christ together, and neither of us would change it for the world. I firmly believe now that it's through the hardships when you have the most humbleness to become who you are today. We were ready to take on Q4 of 2023, the moment that we got off that plane, and it was the best quarter that either of us have had in a very long time. My speech is about 90% back to where it was before, and I have turned this setback in my speech to be an avenue to advocate for others who 
stutter and be my platform to be human with others. These setbacks of mine have now made me feel more alive than than ever. These setbacks have made me feel like I have a greater purpose in life than I have ever felt before. And these setbacks have become an engraved part of who I am and my long-term story. We all have shit that we don't want to share, but we absolutely need to. Your average American would think of my business closure, my speech, the mounting debt, my wife's layoff, and so much more as unfair. Most of them wouldn't ever touch entrepreneurship again. Hell, half of them wouldn't even try to become an entrepreneur in the first place. It would set them back from achieving their goals in life. It would make them live life like everyone else, complacent with where they're at and absolutely no aspirations to grow. But as entrepreneurs, we are different. We turn life's setbacks into opportunities for success. We turn life's setbacks into what I call our unfair advantage. You've been listening to The Unfair Advantage. We're all human. We all make mistakes. But Brad's mission is to turn those into useful tools. Tools that can propel you forward like you've never imagined. He's not an expert, but he's been in the trenches. He hit rock bottom when his fintech company folded in 18 months. And he was knee deep in the poor me attitude. But you know what? He bounced back. And now his mission is to help you do the same. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. Visit the website at bradstarns.fyi. The podcast URL is unfairadvantagepodcast.com. And find Brad on Facebook and LinkedIn at Brad Starnes Official. See you next time on The Unfair Advantage.